November 2018, I sat in front of an interview panel competing for a job as an administrative assistant. It paid $14 an hour and required a degree. <laughs> With sweaty palms, a racing heart, and the knowledge that I was just one of many interviewing, I wondered, how could I stand out to be picked? After several interviews, I struggled to stand out from the herd, but I knew I knew I was a powerful asset to have and they just couldn't see it. I'm teachable, determined, and scrappy when I need to be, but I couldn't help them see that. One call to a friend changed everything when she said, why don't you work for clients online instead of in person? Something shifted in me and I started researching becoming a virtual assistant. I read articles, paid for courses to teach me how to launch and asked questions to others in the industry. And I learned this shit sounded stagnant. <laughs> Sure, they were virtual, but they were still embodying the corporate rigidity and mindset. And if I was gonna do this, I was gonna do it in an entirely different way. So I put on my blinders and launched a business without using any of the lessons, feedback, and guides I had in front of me. And within two weeks, I was fully built. Within one year, I was earning double the income I would've if I'd accepted a job offer from any of those interview panels. And then I started teaching others to do the same. Hi, I'm Lorelai Taylor. This podcast is where we candidly share our journeys. Mine as an initiator to an entirely different kind of virtual assistant business and Marcel's as an integrator who took my lessons and did it in her own way too. You get both of our perspectives in an unscripted, free-spirited, and joyful approach to launching, running, and up-leveling your own VA business. Let's go to the show. Today we're thinking on holiday sales and what that looks like for entrepreneurs, getting things set up, deciding what to do, seeing it through the whole thing. Um, and this could be things like, like traditional holiday sales, like Black Friday or anything happening, you know, through the holiday season, but also year-round, year-round sales. So this isn't sensitive to one type of sale, it is to all. And so sometimes as a VA, when we have our clients come to us and say, I want to do a sale, but I'm not really sure what to do. This is a really great time to brainstorm with them and to help figure out what would be really great for them and what would be really great for their community. So before we get into this too deep, I want to say that the when considering what kind of sale to do, it's always best to look at what your ideal customer profile is and what they need in the moment. This isn't necessarily how can we make more money right now. Uh, this is more about like, what does our audience need? Where are they struggling right now? Where are they unclear? And by addressing those issues, the sales tends, tends to run itself. <laughs> Instead of feeling like you're like, thing. No one wants that. We're not in an infomercial. We don't have like sham wow happening here. <laughs> sham <Gosh>. wow. <laughs> Remember that? Yes. Oh my gosh, who doesn't? <laughs> Back in the day of late night infomercials <laughs> or or Saturday morning infomercials when you're clicking through trying to find your cartoons. <laughs> and they're like, check out this George Foreman grill. I don't want to be like that. <laughs> What's the tape where you can like patch a boat and it'll float? Oh yeah. Wait, is that just like flex seal? Flex seal. There you go. Oh my flex gosh. Seal. I mean, we all remember them. They're like, work. you can patch a hole in a pool. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
crazy. Okay. So that's like a good idea of kind of like icky marketing. As far as social media, infomercial style marketing, sales, they just don't fly. It's not like, but wait, there's more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's got to be a sense of of intimacy, I think, when you're yeah. when you're doing that on Instagram or or anything this day and age. I just feel like those slimy ones just they're not personable. They're not, you're not connected with it. It's just a joke, basically. Yeah. Intimacy. That was a really great <laughs> word to pull into this. That's like, I really love that word because it is just really getting to know your audience, helping your entrepreneur mm-hmm. get to know their audience and paying attention to what's happening for them and filling a need that they desperately need. <laughs> Great. We're wordsmiths. That's good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rocking and rolling. <laughs> so, I mean, for an example, even when we were thinking about like what to talk about on the podcast, it's like, what do you guys need? And so going into the holiday season, a lot of times our, our entrepreneurs are like, I know I want to do something, but I'm not sure what. <clears throat> So whether you're an entrepreneur or you're a VA, we're hopeful that this episode will help you figure that out with ease. And so I want to make sure you you know as we go into this that simplicity is key. We want to keep it simple. Always keep it simple because when you keep it simple, you remove bottlenecks from the process that are just complicators. Imagine you are, are running on a track and you're like, great, I'm just doing like 200 meter dash. Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> Not a runner. You're good. <laughs> Sorry. You're just doing a dash, a 200 meter dash, and you're thinking you're running straight, and all of a sudden there's hurdles in the way, and you're like, ah, I can't do this. <laughs> I haven't trained for this. So let's remove <laughs> hurdles before they get started. <clears throat> so once you kind of look at what your ideal customer wants, needs, what they're going through, now it's time to figure out what to do for the sale. And this is where you look at what you already have. Where where do you already have things that could help them in this? Maybe you have like a bank of recordings that you haven't looked at in a while. Like, oh yeah, we did talk on that. Maybe we maybe if you do digital courses or if your client does digital courses, they've talked about things in the past in a non-course format or maybe in a course format. And you can just use things that already exist so that it doesn't take any more time for them to put the sale together. One example is, have they done IGTV lives in the past? Do you have those saved anywhere? Shoot, what are some other examples? Maybe even like one-on-one client interactions for, for that type of platform. You could snip out the pieces that doesn't have your, the client speaking and create little mini bundles. But sometimes it's just like, what do we already have? Do we already have a downloadable resource? Do we already have a product that maybe hasn't moved in a while or we haven't shared about it in a while? So looking at things you already have and starting a sale there, then it makes it so that it's just easy to put it together. The things are already ready. There's not a lot of work happening in it. Another opportunity is to do a live masterclass and just say like, I know that you you have these struggles or these struggles are obvious in the season. 
And so we're going to do a live masterclass and you just do like a 48 hour sale selling into that masterclass and then host the masterclass. And here's the best part. Then you can bundle it and sell it again later. <laughs> oh, repurposing is so great. So good. Yeah, Always repurposing. Yeah. And another opportunity is to collaborate with other entrepreneurs that they may already be working with. I like that one. You don't see that as often. I think there's a lot of power in that one because then you're pulling on two different audiences. And so you can probably grow a little more and, and the other entrepreneur can grow more too. So I like that one's a great idea. I love the collaborations for that. It's like mm -hmm. exposes someone whose audience is similar. Mm -hmm. You want it to be similar, but not exact. Like say you're, what's an example? <laughs> I'm looking at like a macrame thing on my wall. So like, say you're someone who teaches people how to do macrame. You wouldn't partner with another person that does the exact same thing. Maybe you'd be like, here's a crochet. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, or we craft. already know you're into crafts. Here's another craft. <laughs> yeah. And that, yeah, that's just like a cross-pollination of audiences. That's, that's a cool opportunity. Yeah. It's like one degree of separation is what you're wanting. Yeah. Yeah. Something that the audience already gets. You don't want to be someone who's selling how-to tutorials on macrame and like also here's like how to run a marathon. Your macrame people right. are like, don't put me down for that. Yeah. <laughs> but if you sell activewear and maybe there's a coach that does running, well, that would be a great combination. A dream partnership. Yeah. 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 So make sure your collaborations make sense for your ideal customer and not just like, they're my bestie. Now, when you're getting a sale set up, now that you kind of have an idea of how to figure out what you want to do with the sale, sometimes it's a discount, sometimes it's a coupon code, sometimes it's a bundle, like you have all kinds of options here, just keep it simple. I think I think when you're going through your list of options, whichever one makes your body go like, oh, that's the idea, you already know. And if you don't do that, maybe don't move forward till you feel that. <laughs> yeah, there should definitely be a level of excitement with that, for sure. Mm -hmm. And and next, set up a timeline that feels like possible and doable and has like little, little targets along the way. So you can be like, oh, check, I got that one thing on my checklist done. And then you, you infuse like this energy with it that way. Some areas to have prepared or to think on as you're getting your sale set up is like, number one, what's the intention of the sale? And if it's like to make X amount of money, go back and think on this a little bit more because that has been, in my experience, not a successful sale. If the if the intention of the sale is to support the client in a specific way, ding, 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 you've got it. Because there's a whole level of how you, it, it's all, I think, subconscious, but like you'll market differently when you're, I guess, money hungry, for lack of better words. I don't know. When you're really, when that's your main reason and drive you're going to market that way whether you realize it or not and it does come across so i i think your spot on there definitely have the reason for it the drive for it being the success of your customer or client whatever and then then you're going to market that way and that's going to naturally bring in that intimacy that you're mm -hmm. needing in the sale I love it. Intimacy. I feel so cozy when you think about like anything in business, really getting close with a person that you are 
looking to help, you know? Yeah. So you already have your intention and we're looking at like, what else do we need? Do we need some graphics for social media? On that note, do you already have some? Start there. <laughs> Sometimes you can just tweak a template that you've had before, just make it a little bit different, slap 48 hour sale or whatever it is that you have happening on that. Keep it super simple. Next is like an email blast. Let people know. Is there anywhere you're already showing up that you can talk about this there as well? Maybe you're in podcasts like we are here. Maybe it's on the website, a blog somewhere if you're doing a blog. Oh yeah, blog. That's a good idea. There's a lot of areas to share things. Maybe you also have like a texting platform that you're using. So that would also be a great spot to to send this. It doesn't only have to be uh, Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. YouTube's amazing, especially YouTube shorts. As we say that though, if if any part of your body goes like, "Ah!" (laughs) maybe don't do that yet. That's a bottleneck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If if you've never been on YouTube shorts and you hear you hear Marcel say YouTube shorts and you're like, how do I do that? maybe play that play with that later play with that yeah. later i definitely suggest removing any bottlenecks be- before they happen because this will make it so that you can just make a, a lot of noise with your with your sale you can make a big splash say say you only feel energy around instagram make a big splash on instagram <laughs> put it in stories make a reel some posts like share about it as it's going and then people will see it. A lot of times it takes a few touch points before someone says like, oh, yes, yeah, that's what I want to do. If it feels too big and overwhelming, it's always asking yourself, where can I simplify? And I also want to open the conversation to just because everyone does a Black Friday sale doesn't mean you or your client needs to. Sometimes it's a few days later, a few days earlier. It's really, it's the sales season. So you don't need to do that exact day, especially if you feel that your ideal customer is already experiencing a lot of noise. If you think that they are already getting bombarded with things, do you want to add to that bombardment or do you want to sweep in and be like, you know what? The holiday season is coming. I've got the, I've got the aloe that's going to make this a little bit easier. Yeah. One of the things I enjoy is all of this gift giving season helping it to be easy for your customers, create that list with clickable links of great gift ideas. And with the intention of, I don't know, maybe you have an Amazon store, so you could do a sale, but then also you're getting the affiliate marketing in there as well. Yeah, I love that. Any Any way that you can help your client feel more supported is beautiful. And a lot of them want to know just like what we're doing, how th- how we make things work, all that. So those are great ideas. I love the idea of using an Amazon affiliate thing because you're not creating anything. You don't have a product. You have to figure out how to launch. Yeah. You're just like, here's some things. And also on the back end, you, you get a cut of the cash too. So win-win. Yeah, yeah. If you guys have any ideas for what you do for sales, DM us on Instagram at your VA lab. Uh, we'd love to see you there. We'd love to hang out with you. And if you have a moment, leave us a review on the podcast. We'll see you guys next week.
make sure you follow the show to get notified when new episodes drop. And if you're ready to learn more about launching your own virtual assistant business, check the show notes for info on how you can launch quickly and easily with your VA lab. We're so glad you're here.